1: So we came on and we says, well, we need a million dollars of finance. And it was interesting when we did Robert's course. Someone mentioned that most people go to the banks begging with cap in hand, you know, please give me a million dollars. But what we realize is a business. Hey!
2: This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors, find out more about their stories, mindset, and strategy. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode, we're talking to dynamic duo Jenny and Gary Leather who raised $1 million in one day for a property deal. We'll learn more about how working alongside Robert Kiyosaki inspired the couple to build a portfolio of 30 properties within a short period of time and create a foundation of wealth for their retirement. The day in, day out of Gary and Jenny's lives is centered on staying in the present moment.
0: This really, we wake up out uh, a clock, without an alarm. We haven't had a clock for about six or seven years. And really, for me, it's about firstly tuning into myself and doing some meditation and letting go of any emotional charge that might be about. And then really, we just tune into what is it that we want to do today. Sometimes I have some clients, and other times I'm doing some work on creating products. Um, yeah, it's all just tuning into what we want to do in the moment.
1: Yeah, that, as Jenny was saying, there's actually no judgment. It's a beautiful that you can wake up without an alarm clock, and you know you open the door. You know today it's just beautiful mist on the farm, and then you know you think, well, oh, what am I going to do today? And then just let it be instead of having all this. Oh, I should be doing this. Um, as a draftsman, I was meant to be at work nine till five every day, and I became like a machine. And now that's all gone. It's interesting how I'm just being myself, and I can do whatever I want.
2: Turning to their professional lives, the us share with us what they've done.
0: I'm an emotional wellbeing um, pro- professional who deals supporting people to release their emotional charges around things that are happening in their life. And previously to this, I had an amazing journey in property investing uh, that we're going to share with you today.
1: And I'm Gary Leather, and I was an engineer uh, for 38 years, and now I'm a jack of all trades. I'm a builder, I'm a uh, carpenter, I'm actually starting painting, so now Jenny calls me Leonardo da Vinci. (laughs) I've I've sold some paintings overseas, and it's just exciting to be, yes, we did the property investing, but how our journey evolved, Um, you know, we wanted the money to have this lifestyle that we have now. So I feel so blessed.
2: Despite upbringings and careers far removed from one another, it is evident that family is of the utmost importance to them.
0: I'm a Melbourne girl and I've lived here all my life. Um, Gary and I have been married for 35 years and we've got three sons, two grandsons, uh, and my background for years was nursing. I worked at the Royal Children's Hospital and then you know you kind of get a bit dissatisfied with that after a long time and decided to go on a different path.
1: Yes, I grew up in Manchester and um, I started as a drafting at uh, 15, but I had a spirit of adventure in myself. And at uh, 21, I came to Australia and met this beautiful lady, Jenny. And today we had, like she said, we have the three beautiful boys and two grandkids. And family is important to me and just being myself really, isn't it? We have really got on well with our kids, we put a lot of time in with them, we help them and we have a great relationship with them. So the time I spend with them, I'm getting reward now.
2: That's fantastic and that's so beautiful. How old are, the, are your
1: children? 33. 31 and 28, oh, all no. boys. All boys, very close <laughs> and in age two as well. Grand, we've got two grandsons.
0: Well, wow, that's uh,
2: beautiful too. How old are they? Uh,
0: about three weeks and three. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I can definitely relate.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, good times. And and are you looking after them at the moment or they've been looked after by the bubs in the hub?
0: Yeah, yeah, they're looked after by their parents. We more take the role of being there when they need us. I really had made a conscious decision not to be there one day a week, every week. I want to be there when they need us and give them some special time. You know, we come in and mind the kids and they might go away for the weekend so that they have their own special time.
1: Yeah, yeah, and for me, I just let the boys be free spirits. Let them find their own journey. So, you know, we'll ring them from the farm and just give them any inspiration they need if they're going through any experiences, because boys don't tend to talk. You know, we, we have to sort of ring them and uh, just reassure them that we're here, you know. But, you know, it's their life journey, you know. It's that if they make mistakes, it's okay. We'll let them go through it than rather us trying to force it upon them.
2: For Jenny, the influence to invest in property may have stemmed from spending time around display homes as a child and taking pride in the family home while for Gary, it was more of a personal aspiration.
0: It's funny when you start to get these questions and think about it because when I was young so I'm saying between 8 and 10, mum always loved looking at display homes. So on a Sunday afternoon, we would go and look at display homes and get rewarded, you know, you'd have an ice cream or some lollies or something like that for behaving good. So it actually made me think about that and think, well, how much influence did that actually have on me? And the other one was that they always thought the home was their castle, you know, it showed a level of your success and things like that. So there was talk around ownership of home being so important. So, you yeah, know, it's interesting to
1: look at that. Yeah, I used to enjoy watching the rich and famous and those beautiful, you know, lifestyle programs and then the homes, you know, the, all the glass and the, you know, the swimming pool and the ocean views and that sort of thing. So, it just got on me emotionally excited Um and that's what I wanted, you know, something that's, you know, just beautiful to look at and, uh, yeah, so that's how I started.
2: Prior to setting forward on their path to becoming property investors, They spent a significant part of their lives working in their respective jobs. However, when the time came, they were prepared for change.
1: I was actually a a structural engineer, so more structural detailer. So I was drawing like factory, like you're on the Meccano sets years ago. Well, this is like using steel beams and columns, uh, building factories, offices and that sort of thing. So I was very visual to start with. But... I've been in business for sort of 35 years and it was just getting so mundane. It's the same thing week in, week out. And you were, I mean, I was a great provider, which gave the, you know, a good family life, yeah. but it became a sort of, um, I was trapped because I think I like to be in the open, but being stuck in an office um, it always tormented me to be, you know, on those summer days, you're stuck in an office. Um, and I just thought I'd love to be outside and so I was always tormented by that but uh, as a job it was it was terrific but it always kept me because I was always use my mind to visualize you know as a good draftsman you, know, you had to visualize the building and then you can draw it quite easily. My business as a draftsman really most draftsmen live on their work on their own in their own little offices because um, you need the time and the, and the peace and quiet so you didn't find, you, you know, you, you had many people to work with. So it wasn't sort of like I didn't have, you know, 20, 20 guys. I had a couple of people, you know, working for me. But, you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't really a business I could on sale to
0: anybody. I remember, Gary, kind of having that, oh, I want to do something different sort of call. You know, once you've done something for 20 years, you are looking for something different. And so the first thing we probably tried was network marketing. And we were quite successful with that but didn't actually understand how we were Um, and then so therefore couldn't teach it. So that kind of didn't really sit with us. So then you try something else and uh, we went into shares and did okay there while the market was flying up before 2000 and then uh, the dot-com era and we got burnt just in a couple of days. So then the real estate came to our forefront.
2: As with many successful property investors, Gary and Jenny were inspired by Robert Kiyosaki. After reading *Rich Dad Poor Dad*, they attended his events, and then they began to work alongside Kiyosaki himself.
1: I picked up uh, Robert Kiyosaki's *Rich Dad Poor Dad*, so well, I think I wanted to be the rich dad, but I was obviously the poor dad at that time. But I didn't realise. Um, we went to many Robert's courses and understand our psychology of investing and. It was really just a turning point, wasn't it? It yeah. actually changed our context of actually investing.
0: So we we did Robert's work and we did a couple of other facilitators' work. And then it comes to that time where I remember him asking me, um, have you bought a property this year? Because I actually used to volunteer for their um, events and I did his PA work. And he said, oh, did you buy anything this year? And I hadn't. When he used to come to Australia to do the events, we worked in the background. And that was 2003 that we bought the first property. Um, and then in 2006, I think it was, we actually did um, Dad Instructor Training over in the US.
1: We got many times to the edge of the cliff and we looked over the edge, <laughs> and then, um, you know, we... we we went back to do more study and then we'd go to the edge again and think, when are we going to buy our first property? And then we'd walk away and then we went to an event and someone asked Jenny, well, have you bought one yet? And it was interesting that um, no, we haven't, we're still studying. You know? It was <laughs> that point that we kept many times. And anyway, I met a gentleman at the, at the event and he'd actually done a lot of property investing. So it was nice to meet up with him and then uh, a couple of days later, and he sort of talked it through and just helped us go through our first property, but it was that leap of faith, and, you know, and then the psychology. We had the psychology right, but it was just that leap of faith, wasn't it? Yeah, so, you
0: yeah, just buying that first one,
1: <laughs> buying the first one, and then you know having the, having a mortgage, and then you know, but hopefully all that all your mind goes, you know, will it pay on time? You know, will we have good tenants and all this sort of thing? kept spinning through our mind. We actually bought one, so we congratulate ourselves <laughs>
2: on that. Experiencing what it was like to not only own their own home, but to manage tenants brought more learning opportunities for them. This included how to gauge the market and to focus on building a portfolio based on positive cash flow.
0: Yeah, you read all things in the books about what to do and blah, blah. And originally, I went down offering, you know, 10, 20% below asking price. But when the market was actually taking off, you know, we kept getting a, who do you think you are? No, 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 no. So it was a matter of learning how to read the market and what was happening. And yeah, every time we took another step, we learned another thing. And it's just supported our journey to grow with ease.
1: Yeah. And then we met a good real estate agent and
0: we made friends with him
1: and he was really helpful. So we sort of had a great partnership, didn't we? he'd He'd have properties coming up, and he'd give us he'd be ringing us to say, "Look, you know this one's coming on the market. Would you be interested?" So we got sort of first choice in a way. so um it was exciting because you know we just kept we just kept buying <laughs> <laughs> all, all, and all positive cash flow, that was the beauty. That's what we learned from Robert to have positive cash flow because negative gearing obviously kept us working harder. When the Leathers
2: were looking for investment properties, they focused on the southern states of Australia.
0: They were country, Victoria, Tasmania. So we went down to the uh, Gippsland like uh, Utrell, and Morwell and that sort of area first. Then Shepparton, then Gary flew over to Tasmania and started buying some over there. Um,
1: Well, they were a good price. You're talking hundred thousand dollars in those days. It was... Yeah, the market was just perfect. It was
0: perfect. The interest wasn't too high and it actually dropped back. And, um, yeah, no, it really supported the vision and the numbers that we were looking for. Um, Yeah, because we did a variety of strategies.
2: They continued to add more properties to their portfolio and at a rapid pace.
0: We actually did 30 in 18 months. It actually
1: didn't give us a lifestyle. It became a business and it became uh, the paperwork was horrendous. And yeah, you know, the insurances and bookkeeper—we were actually keeping ourselves employed. You know, you know, it was amazing, wasn't it? That we thought we were going to have a lifestyle and just sit but back. We and...
0: created another job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Robert, Robert here and Saki never told us that one.
2: <laughs> Coming up after the break, we'll delve further into Jenny and Gary Leathers' journey on how they grew their property portfolio. It
0: would have freaked me totally. Um, yes, we were on a reasonable income anyway. We were on a pretty good income.
2: Here's some of the worst investing moments.
0: So when we started to grow a lot bigger uh, we moved into property development and we started using other people's funds so for me when things went wrong and we'll explain to your listeners that yes, we had all these properties but we also risked them and lost a lot of the money that we had created using other people's
2: money. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. Are you looking at buying or investing in property? Don't panic, property is still a great investment. Is it now the time to buy, sell or hold? Find out from Australia's leading industry experts on how to take advantage of today's market. You'll learn the secrets to renovating for profit or gain the knowledge, skills, and motivation to invest at the First Home Buyers Masterclass, plus much, much more. Whether you're a new or experienced investor, you can't miss the Sydney Property Buy Expo on the 7th, 8th, and 9th of September. Use the promo code PI for a three day free pass valued at $50. For tickets and more information, visit propertybuyexpo.com.au. Managing such a high volume of property investment properties while following Kiyosaki's rules to the T proved to be challenging.
0: would have freed me totally. Um, yes, we were on a reasonable income anyway. We were on a pretty good income. Um, it was the the dream that we would be free by doing this and yet it actually was fairly time-consuming because you know with rental properties, all of a sudden a stove will go and and one of Robert's rules was that we should manage them for the first 18 months ourselves. <laughs> you so did not that...
1: purchase 30, 30 in the first 18 months though.
0: Well, then, <laughs> I don't think we thought we'd do that. Um... Actually,
1: the, the, the best ones in, were in Tasmania because I put them all through a real estate agent and then the ones down in the valley... We were controlling ourselves and it was, you know, we had one guy, he said, We're not gonna pay he's not gonna pay. He said, You try and get me out. And it took two years to get him out. And he wrecked they actually destroyed the the the, the property. And they had the the local real estate agent came down and he said, Do you mind if we walk up my team through to show what this <laughs> it actually stripped the plate of carpets, hot water system, kitchen. <laughs> uh, there was just a he took the bay window, there was only the front door that was <laughs> A brand new front door. Yeah, so that was our worst experience in the way of that sort
2: of thing. Another bad experience they had during the property investing journey was when the GFC hit and they put their trust in the wrong people.
0: When we started to grow a lot bigger, yes. uh, we moved into property development and we started using other people's funds. So for me, when things went wrong, And we'll explain to your listeners that, yes, we had all these properties, but we also risked them and lost a lot of the money that we had created. Using other people's money, we were taking on their energy. And I didn't understand the vibration and energy of money at that time. And there was a lot of hurt caused when everybody lost their money. So we were doing, we joined with a couple of other couples and we were going to build a a major project out in country Victoria and you need some investors supporting you at that time and some friends and family and things from um, invested their funds. And then when the global financial crisis came and our finance was pulled from the project, you know, there's a lot happening in all this, um, people lost money as sometimes you do in investing. And so then it caused a lot of emotional turmoil for me. So that was my worst investing experience
1: yeah, for me, the, the word leverage was given to, you know, I thought, how do I leverage myself? Because I was busy with the, the drafting business. And so I thought, well, I can put my money with somebody else. And we went into this bigger deal. Um, but obviously, you know, as Jenny was saying, you know, when you find your partners are, are sort of embezzling money and, uh, and, you know, and the drugs involved and that sort of thing, just uh, we, what we found we had no control. We thought they were very similar to us, our mindset, like us, you know, because they'd done, they'd done the instructor training, they'd been there, you know, with Robert, you know, that sort of, sort of psychology. But then you realize, you know, we're all different in this world and we all, you know, have our issues, don't we? We were just trapped. We literally, sort of the 35 homes we really had to go because we had to sort of find money to buy, you know, keep propping us up. Because when you go into the big, with the big boys league, with the developing, it can just change overnight. The banks can just screw you, and that's what happened to us, unfortunately. That was in that global the global crash, you know, and
0: and when funds weren't around, and not necessarily were the banks telling you the crisis space they were in, uh, and there's always a clause, one clause that they can get out of finance if they need to, and they use that clause.
1: Yeah, they took the mortgage, but then they said so they they. They took the mortgage and then said, oh, by the way, we're not lending for any commercial business. So we were stuck. <laughs> so, yeah. So I just, you know, it was so subtle.
0: But there's a um, lot more happening there than just that. Then yes. you've got to deal with your own blah, blah stories that, you know, why you did some of the things you did and and how to own your position in it so that you can learn to do something different moving forward. There's mm. always fantastic learning lessons in massive challenges. <laughs> yeah, because
1: we found when Jenny and myself did it together, we're so connected that it was just it, the 35 just flowed with ease. You, you know, it was just it was just Magic. a magical journey. But then I heard this word about leverage and putting your money with other people, and it just went pear shaped. Um, and, and that's the key because Jenny and I are very we're great together as a team. We trust each other. Um, but then when you get other people coming in, they have their psychology and it's, you know, it, we're not all the same. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: It changes the dynamics completely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 can,
1: <laughs> I can hear, hear <laughs> well, from that. On. It, it, like it's funny in hindsight, I was, we we're over in uh, Phoenix, Arizona with uh, Robert Kiyosaki and I was on the table with, um, with, uh, Kim, which is his wife. And it was interesting. He says, Oh, Robert doesn't invest with anybody.
2: By the time they had accumulated so many properties they had learned there was too much work and made the decision to sell some of them
0: we had decided to start selling them off just because of the amount of work it was to manage them and some of them were vendor finance so we were tracking loan documents and you know everything needs to be rigid and very good documentation and it just took a lot of time for the amount of return so this whole thing about leverage, oh, yeah, you know, we'll sell them we'll pick up a million cash or whatever and then move it to something else.
1: Yeah, yeah and, and so, you know, they, were, they had asbestos, in some of the buildings, that sort of thing. But, you uh, know, we have some great success stories with even the vendor finance because we were, like, road testing people to get a, you know, A bank loan, you know, they had a good record with us. They used that record then to then say they would then go to a normal bank like, you know, NABs or Commonwealth Bank. So we sort of road tested them and helped them get, you know, their own property. So it's funny, they they wouldn't, we sort of, we we did well, but it's just, it became a job. It became so much paperwork that uh, if, you know, in hindsight now, if we'd have two good properties, it would have been plenty. I'm um, and, and really being content with what we what we had, you know. We did something magical, but we didn't value it enough. We it, we became sort of a bit flippant that you know. Um,
0: you can't do anything wrong, sort of thing. Yeah, you couldn't
1: do anything <laughs> wrong. It's just you know we we were just such in a, a flow. You know, I said to Jenny, uh, one time well, wasn't it great to be a billionaire? You know, we <laughs> we brag to each other, say, oh, you know. No, millionaires, you know, we, come, we have you know ten properties, and it was just oh, isn't it great? And then <laughs> and I wasn't happy with that. Isn't it interesting? I wanted more. My mind would not be content with just two, two or three good properties. No, we just it was just
0: the ego takes over yeah. and starts to have the chatter of oh, well, if you can do that, you can do more. Or oh, you get that or you can do more and we miss the point of absolute appreciation and knowing how truly blessed we were because we actually were financially free but we just didn't understand how lucky we were.
2: In every property investing story, there is a moment when everything falls into place for the investor. For Gary and Jenny, it was the moment when they were able to raise $1 million in a single day.
1: I went to Tasmania just to look. I went to Bernie up there, and uh, and I went with a gentleman. Anyway, I bought five properties on on the day. Um, and I did, known, unknown to me, Jenny had bought one herself.
2: <laughs> wow. Okay.
1: So we came on. We says, well, we need a million dollars of finance. And it was interesting when we did Robert's course. Someone mentioned that he... Most people go to the banks begging with cap in hand, you know, please give me a million dollars. But what we realise is a business. So we were going to the banks with these six homes as a business proposition. So it just changed the whole psyche for ourselves. We weren't begging for money, we were offering these banks um a business.
0: And and what I realized was that the banks have to lend out money. They're in the business of lending out money. And if I could make it extremely easy for them to say yes to us, remembering that all the properties were positive cash flow. So I put a little parcel together that we intended to go to three banks on the one day. And so the first bank saw this, all documentation. So it was trust documents, it was company documents, it was um, projections, the reason why I justified the rentals and blah, 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 blah. Everything he would have possibly needed was in this folder. And he looked at it and he said to me, oh, my God, he said, that's a lot of printing I've got to do. And I said, no, 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 that, that, this is your copy. Oh, he says, really? He says, well, will take the lot. And, I, and we said, no, 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 you can't have the lot. We've got two more banks to go to today. You can have... Two or three, and we'll keep the others. And his comment was, "Come back when you've got more." Yeah.
1: So we raised a million dollars in a day. Okay.
0: So we then went to the next bank, and then we only had one left, <laughs> so we went to the next one. Yeah. And it was the I. We didn't go with the energy of needing. We went with the energy of we're offering you an opportunity, and we're going to help you do it with ease.
2: As a strong team, they say it's about having a clear vision and sharing that vision together, which has propelled them to great heights in terms of wealth creation.
1: That's the other thing is, you know, if you've got couples, do it together. Uh, and, you know, if you can get both of you on the same sort of wavelength at least, you know, um, you're sort of halfway on, you yeah. If you have
0: a similar vision for why you're doing it, the value yes. you are bringing to your family and your yeah. children, if you have children, then it if you're a creator of your destiny, and if you truly get with a clear view's vision and two working together, it's the power of eleven. Mm. One and one beside each other is the power of eleven, and just magic happens.
1: Can I can I tell you a quick one? <laughs> we um, we bought a place down in uh, Morewell, and it was about sixty-five thousand. Now it's a bit run down, so I said to Jenny, "We need a builder, a wife, a couple of children, because it was a, a three-bedroom, uh, you know, house." So I said Jenny, well, we'll do some visualizing. So we put the ad on the Wednesday. We'd actually sold it to a builder. A with, with two girls.
0: <laughs> on the Saturday. On the Saturday. Oh. Oh.
1: And that's, you know, using your mind, using that mindset and just trusting. I and mean, isn't it funny? You turned up, he said, oh, look, okay, you know, I'm a builder. And, yeah, oh, that's it. I can do this. This is all repairs. And it was just another magical moment, you know. So I did. I, I did that many times because I can visualise a lot of things. So I do, I, I did a lot of, you know, visualising, meditating. Um, yeah. So as, as an investor, do that, you know, see what you want to do and, and see it and believe it.
0: And over the time we've mentored people doing real estate and one of the biggest lessons I've got for people is be definite with the infinite when you're buying a property. Know why you're buying it, what you're going to do with it, the reasons behind your choice, whether to be negative geared, positive geared, Is it going to be a rental? Is it going to be a flip? Is it going to be a vendor finance? know, Know what you're going to do with it and then the right property appears.
2: Inspired by this story, we'll continue the conversation with Jenny and Gary Leather in a future episode on Property Investory. We'll talk about how to apply the strategy.
0: Properties were relatively cheap at that time and it was an upward market and interest was low
2: their success habits for property investing?
0: For
1: me, it's really managing my little voice in my head Um, and what I find is most men don't talk about emotions so um, I'm just aware of how I'm thinking.
2: And that's next time on Property Investory. Also, are you looking at buying property in 2018? Would you like expert tips and advice on the best ways you can purchase property? Whether you're a new or experienced investor, learn from the experts by downloading the Property Investment Buying Handbook. It contains the best tips and advice from 37 of Australia's leading property experts. Simply visit propertyinveststory.com and subscribe to get your copy right now. Thanks for listening.